Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Okay, everyone. This is a long discussion about a very complex topic. And we've got a disclaimer before we get into it. Sarah, go. Do we think the bear bags are unacceptable? Yes. Do we think that's a good campaign? No. Do we even like the Adidas Balenciaga without zooming in? No. So either way, these are all things that we are not approving of. And obviously we are not into child trafficking or pornography on any level. But let's be super duper clear. What Molly's saying is because all of this attention on both of these campaigns is being mushed together, enmeshed, and then put out. Anonymous. Anonymously. That there's something actually deeper going on in terms of the actual business behind the scenes at Balenciaga and who wants whose job. It's got to be. It's got to be that. It's It's a succession plot line. Space trash. Trash in space. Space trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Greetings, trashlings, and welcome back to Space Trash. Lifestyles, the rich and Uranus. And I'm Sarah. Yeah, that's Arnold. it. That's it. Dulcet tones. <laughs> and I'm Molly Malshine, and uh, this is Space Trash. We're talking about this big problem that quote unquote no one is talking about and by no one i mean everyone it's been trending on the internet for 5 days straight balenciaga this insane saga of balenciaga balenciaga saga yeah most people have never heard of this brand until this week and now they are outraged and demand answers and it's like LOL. This is clearly not actually affecting anything. And that's part of why, in my opinion, it's a little bit of a witch hunt. Molly, you saying that right now, I'm knocked off my chair. Based on what I have researched so far and what the internet is. Social media. You have to. Oh, right, right, right. What social media is expressing. I'm shocked that this is the take that you are showing up on this Monday with. And I am loving it. Space Trash Podcast is truly the place for the hottest takes. Here's what's going on. Balenciaga posted two campaigns for completely different things this month. One of them has been going on since May. So they were worked on by completely different people, had nothing to do with each other other than both being under the Balenciaga umbrella. The first one had kids holding up little teddy bear purses with bondage outfits on. Now, this to me is like pretty cut and dry case of fashion people trying to be deep and saying, oh, the teddy bear, the teddy bear is so innocent and the bondage is so edgy. So we put it in the hands of a child. You know, like that's all that is. They're not saying, hey, little kids should do bondage. They're not saying, hey, buy this for your kid. They're just being fashion world dodos. And and that is, it is weird and it is like definitely questionable morally, but it's not the end of the world. The second campaign, which 
to me is much more damning and more sinister is the Adidas Balenciaga collaboration where they showed a photo of an Adidas Balenciaga purse. And if you zoomed in under the purse, it was sitting on a desk and the document sitting underneath it was a court document decision from a Supreme Court case on child pornography. Now that is weird as fuck and it has nothing to do with anything and you would think it would have had to be signed off by many people so here's where the the social media manipulation comes into play the reason why this is going viral is because a youtuber now once off the bat once you hear that this person's home primary home is youtube there should be alarm bells going off in your head about misinformation which if anybody wants to know it's why youtube is not our primary platform also it takes a long time to edit video but we can pretend we have integrity yeah exactly exactly so here's what the person said the brand balenciaga just did a uh interesting photo shoot for their new products recently which again, you know this person has no idea what they're talking about. Their new products? What are you talking about? No fashion person talks like that, which included a very purposely poorly hidden court document about virtual child porn, normal stuff. So again, yes, it's got a document about child porn, which is really weird and uncalled for. But this person also spliced in one of the images of the child holding the weird teddy bear with bondage gear. So they're intentionally making it look like there were kids involved in the shoot that had that child porn document in it, which was not the case. There were no kids involved on the set at that shoot. So when you separate the two shoots, they were done by different photographers, different creative teams, and they're advertising different things. They have nothing to do with each other. And I do feel that even though I have no idea why there's a bondage teddy bear being sold as a purse, and I think it's really gross and weird, I, I think those photos on their own wouldn't have caused a stir. It might have been like two mommy bloggers being like, what's with the bondage teddy bears? When you juxtapose it with the child porn, court ruling, it looks even worse. So now Balenciaga has gone through a terrible few days of people calling them out, deservedly so, because this is weird. But again, it's not that much weirder than a lot of different ad campaigns. Um, they've just announced that they're suing the group that did the child porn court document photo series. And that group is a creative agency called North Six Incorporated Nicholas yeah, North, I know. Nicholas Desjardins and they Balenciaga said, the defendants without Balenciaga's knowledge or authorization included certain documents in the campaign photographs, including an excerpt from a court decision upholding a criminal prohibition against child pornography. Balenciaga believes that defendants' inexplicable acts and omissions were malevolent or at the very least extraordinarily reckless. So Balenciaga is confident that they did not sign off on this document being in their photos enough that they're willing to sue and put it in writing, which means that if they're lying, they could get sued for libel. So again, both of the photo sets are gross. Put together, it becomes nuclear disgusting level. And that's kind of the weird manipulation that's going on of the public. So so this YouTuber does not use their real name. It's Shoe on Head. Why are you hiding Shoe on Head? Right. And then also at the same time, there's this other person named Curios Light on Twitter who has started a huge Twitter thread about a former Balenciaga collaborator named Lada Volkova who has a lot of disturbing imagery of Satanism and cannibalism on her Instagram feed, that person's also anonymous. So while on the one hand, we can be like creeped out by the imagery that Balenciaga is associating themselves with, which we'll get into. It's this whole weird Eastern European fashion cohort. It's so Eastern European. So Eastern European. <laughs> so like, while we can call them out for having this weird ass imagery and definitely for having the child porn document that has nothing to do with anything, there's also at the same time all these anonymous social media accounts 
but seem to be very invested in calling them out. And it's really weird. It's really weird that like both of these things are going on at once. What you're saying right now is that there's two separate photo shoots, campaigns, creative teams. These two things have nothing in common except that they're both related to children and it's both Balenciaga. Yeah, I don't think they knew that that document was pictured in the Adidas one, especially not Adidas. Like, clearly whoever was signing off on this stuff just sat there and went, oh yeah, yeah, whatever, go for it, it looks good. You know, like, and it's interesting that Adidas isn't taking any heat. So when I texted you last week and I said, these Balenciaga ads are weird. What I was referring to was the bondage bag baby scenes and including alcohol in the shots and, you know, literal BDSM gear. I just want to say real quick, in my first serious relationship right after college, part of why I had to leave was because it wasn't the most highly sexual relationship and I happened to have a voracious sexual appetite, but... In lieu of like naughty photos at the time, we used to do like, like POV bear, like bear on top of me. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting to tell you that all week. (laughs) Oh my God. That's one of the photos that from this woman, Lada, that, that, that people are mad about is a POV of a teddy bear. This is why I say that it's becoming a witch hunt because this anonymous person who made this giant thread about this woman, Lada Volkova, who used to work with Balenciaga and doesn't even work with them anymore. She told Newsweek she has not worked with Balenciaga since 2017. And yet this person has made an account. Their account, again, started in September. So that's a red flag. It's got no photo. All these people are tweeting this photo of a model in a completely unrelated uh, fashion show holding two red baby dolls covered in blood and saying that it's her and it's not. That's not her? No, it's not her. But that's not, is it her design? Is it her direction? No. Wait, 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 wait. You're telling me that the photo that is going viral of Lada is not a Lada Lada? No. Wait, that's crazy, Molly. It's not her. This is what I'm telling you. It's a witch hunt. So like all this evidence, this evidence this person has put together, at one point they say, you know, obviously the teddy bear is a symbol for other child groomers to see each other and know that they're grooming. And it's like, okay. A little bit inside baseball pedo there. Stretch. How do you know? <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, why do you know this? And then this other thing, this other uh, photo series that Chris Maggio, who shot the teddy bear ones, he shot a photo series for for something called Double Magazine, according to this person. Now, I wouldn't believe this person anything. So definitely fact check this if you're listening. But um, it's a picture of a mom taking passport photos of her daughter so that they can go on a Disney cruise. And now this person is saying that's connected to Epstein. It's like, okay, we're immediately going from these photos are weird and a misstep and they need to answer for why this happened to literally QAnon territory. And that's what so many people are taking this story into. And it's through anonymous accounts and it's fascinating and scary to watch. As a layman, what I thought was going on was that the bondage bear campaign was controversial. And then when I saw like Kim K's statement in my mind was specifically about the teddy bear bondage kids campaign. You're telling me that that's not what it was about? 
No, it had nothing to do with that because, and one of my friends, I mean, something annoying that also was going on with this is everyone, why is no one talking about this? Why is no one talking about this? And it's like, no, I don't know about you, but my entire newsfeed has been dominated by this for five days. And then, you know, maybe the point is they didn't know why celebrities weren't talking about it. And it's like, because why would they, why would a celebrity willingly associate themselves with child pornography in any way like this is truly the kind of thing you don't touch with a 10-foot pole but so yeah so yeah that kim's statement was about the adidas one not the teddy bear one those are the adidas one is the really bad one with the court document and the teddy teddy bear one is completely different so this is how a campaign like a like a what is it you know the tiki torches they don't call it that it's not the a tiki torch campaign it's a when you run someone out of town with the fucking oh, like what they did to Joseph Smith, the what the what the common people did to the original Mormon Joseph Smith when they, uh, yeah, yeah. What's the word? Wait, wait, wait. I know what you're saying. Wait, 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 wait. Yes, it'll come to us. It'll come to us. But so the thing about Kim, she would never comment on that teddy bear one because it might open her up to criticism as someone who allows her prepubescent daughters to wear corsets as fashion items and high heels. Like from the outside, do you think that her state, do you think that the people like, and I'm sort of like midway, like I'm normie slash like media friends, but like to me, her statement and what everybody is commenting on reacting to is specifically about the teddy bear thing. And you're telling me that that isn't what she's even talking about. No, no. <gasps> but did you think people know that? No, everyone thinks they're all part of the same campaign. Everyone thinks there was a campaign with little kids next to porn documents. That's what they think. What's so funny about conspiracy YouTube is like the, the resounding do the research yourself call to yeah. action. But then it's like you do the research and like a lot of times it's just like another YouTube video. Like what is research? What is due diligence? We are not sure in this crisis time. I was under the impression that these were two campaigns that were launched this month that both were of the same like holiday push that both included weird kid stuff. And when you even Google it, when you when you Google Balenciaga scandal, what comes up first, 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 first are those backpacks with with teddy bears wearing chastity belts, you know, or strapless, assless chaps and black eyes. Those are the things that come up as like the big controversial thing. Okay, so there are so many facets to this because even the fact that we as a culture don't even know what Kim is responding to in her little cute statement is, it's just so, it's all, oh my God, this well, is so you layered, can see dude. from Kim's statement that she's responding to the social media outcry. She makes it vague on purpose. She's saying right. anything that endangers right. children is bad, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, okay, but what endangered children on the shoot? It's kind of like jumping into this, this libs of TikTok discourse of like, there are people grooming children left and right, which is so beside the point. It, what it reminds me of is that Wayfair thing. Remember when there was a conspiracy theory that Wayfair was hiding children oh, yeah. in their fucking armoires? In all the armors. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. That's why I was like, can I do something with this? Is this, is there something funny about this? Could this be merch? Could I have a, sh a shirt that actually has a Velcro with tons of Sarah armor, <laughs> yeah. tons of kids hiding in the fucking, right, right, right. So the thing, yes. And Pizzagate, right. Pizzagate this is, vibes. This is what's going on. I think the photos are creepy and weird. It was fashion people trying to be deep 
And it's not much more than that. Besides the, the court document, that one, I truly don't understand. But it's but you're saying it's two different yeah, it's two campaigns. Different, it's two different campaigns. It's two completely different campaigns. Okay, so and, like... And the thing that you have to understand about Demna, the creative director of Balenciaga, this woman, Lada Volkova, um, and this other guy, like they were born in the Soviet Union and they became huge fashion people. And all of their imagery is dark and creepy and weird. And I don't even know how they got this far in the fashion industry, honestly, because everything they do is unsettling. And like Vetema became really cool and trendy because it was sort of like this streetwear thing. And they became like super headline making because they were literally selling hoodies for like $700. So that's their thing is like this scuzzy, creepy. Like if you look at a lot of the photos of some of these people that they run with it looks like human trafficking photos like that's their aesthetic and they're always dancing on that line and going on that line I don't like it I wish we could go back to a time in fashion and a lot of brands do still do this where everything just looks good I don't know like what a concept nah good is not in anymore we're not even doing eyebrows fuck the male gaze exactly they're into this ugly hot thing ugly hot I hate fashion. No offense, all of you and Molly. Like, that's, I'm down to do all the coverage, but I truly don't fully get it. Yes, you do. Every, I guess, like, just ugly as an aesthetic. I don't fully, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, yeah, I don't like it. I would like people to just be pretty. <laughs> right. You, there's others, and that's also fashion. This is one small subsect of the fashion world. So, so the thing is, like I said, these people, this group, this whole little clique, they've always been really, into creepy shit and pushing the boundaries. Do you know what they remind me of? Die Antwoord, the South African group. Yes, they're so much like that. Yeah, and it also reminds me of Marilyn Manson, where it's like, okay, these people are doing yeah. something that's like technically self-expression. They're not actually hurting anyone, um, but it's creepy and it makes our skin crawl. And like, but now I just want to know where this campaign is coming from. There's clearly like an orchestrated campaign of anonymous people. Now, here is a here is one more point on the side of the people who argue that this is a and and the whole thing that bothers me really with anything like this with this with Wayfair with uh, PizzaGate none of it does a single thing to actually prevent child abuse <laughs> like it's it's right. just got nothing to do with that right. whatsoever it's just about well so that was did you watch the video by I guess I'm I'm sorry if I botch his name Misan Haraman. No, I didn't. What's the video? He's apparently a, he's a, I'll send it to you. He's a fashion photographer who put out a statement on his, I guess it was like IG Live maybe, but this guy for president based on just his statement, very much the vibes of like the daddy we wish we could go back to or whatever, where he's like, I don't care if I never work in fashion again. The fact that these images were taken of these children in clearly adult situations. And then he does this whole thing about like, no one was protecting those children. Now, in my mind, a little bit, like I like where he's coming from. I was also like, I don't know if those children... Not only do I not think those children were harmed, but I also think they've probably seen a wine glass before and they also probably like don't have any sort of idea that they're in an ad that is sexually suggestive in any right. way. That being said, they are kids. I don't think those kids in that ad have any idea what they're holding and they don't give a shit. And I think they're probably no, they fine. Do like, I just think it's just as weird or bad as any kid who's working in the entertainment industry. Like, I think it's all pretty fucked up. Like to, to have your child doing a job, I think is wrong. 
So like, I don't know when we're picking and choosing like, oh, you know, a parent who shoves a phone in their kid's face while they're crying in order to get a lot of retweets or a lot of like TikTok faves versus a parent letting their kid hold a stuffed animal on a set. I don't know. What's worse? Well, it's a stuffed animal with black eyes and a, you know, like a penis pump or whatever. It didn't have a penis pump, did it? It's just, or or other things. Those were BDSM. Right. But like the little kids probably think it's like a biker. I'm not into fashion, but I did work in advertising and specifically commercial and print production for about 10 years. The kind of eggshell walking that you do when there are kids involved has been like over the top protective. And I do think that what people are most mad at are the bondage bear bags and that there were kids involved in that campaign. That's what I see celebrities and people speaking out about. The fact that you're telling me that it's two different things is, it's like, it's, I'm having trouble almost like separating them. And I guess on some level, you can't really, because at the end of the day, the responsibility still falls. It's just weird that it's to Balenciaga. Yeah, it's because... I'm not saying that this is part of some, like, Illuminati cabal. I'm just saying that, like, there is something very odd about both of these things coming out in November, and then it's like, in this corporate world, we are, like, a pro-child trafficking, and in this kid world, we just love to introduce the kids to, like, weird leather thongs early, and it's like, both are weird. It's just, like, it's just people trying to be edgy and dark, and going so are you saying like fashion people are nerds you're painting fashion people with way too broad of a brush this is one very Mm -hmm. specific subset of people who are into this diane word-esque edgy imagery and they're just always thinking that they're pushing the envelope and like and fashion is always doing that they're always trying to like walk up to the line like comedians you know like Mm -hmm. i have Mm -hmm. a joke Mm -hmm. about um like moms who post pictures of their of their babies like naked in the tub and say like watch out ladies how creepy I think that is and I know that there's a chance that if someone hears it they could be like this is a joke that's pro pedophilia because people are so stupid so like I think these Mm. people are being whoever put that document in there that person is Mentally. Yeah, but also I think they could just be, you know, I'm a really big proponent of saying with a lot of people, they might just be dumb. Like, I think that that person might have just. Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, but it's not random. I think that whoever. Who printed that? Right, a really dumb person who thought it would be edgy and cool and different and was like, no one's ever done this before. It wasn't someone who was like secretly pro (laughs) that. Do you know what I mean? It was someone who was like, oh, this will be subversive. That's interesting. And like, same thing with, same thing with those bags. I mean, those bags are hideous. They're a crime against humanity. They shouldn't exist. They're They're so so bad. And like, why did someone even make them? It's not because they think they're pretty. It's because they think it's edgy and cool because like teddy bears are innocent Mm -hmm. and bondage is bad. And we're going to put them together. And then we're going to really put it over the top by having a kid hold it. It's not someone who's like, children literally should be involved with bondage. Like that was never someone's thought process. It's a bunch of people who have run out of ideas trying to be edgy. And, and as a result of that, 
they've walked right into a minefield that makes them all look like giant pedophiles. <laughs> they probably deserve it. I don't know. I always think the safest bet is to go with like, are these people just a little dumb? QAnon, Pizzagate, the people who believe in that, they're just a little dumb. Yeah, but why would you ever push the boundary of like any sort of child pornography litigation? It's fashion people trying to be edgy. They're not sending subliminal messages to each other. Whoever put that document in there is fucked up in the head. But we don't know if it was a orchestrated thing that had anything to do with the teddy bear shoot. That's why I think there is a campaign going on behind the scenes of someone trying to tank them the way that Kanye was tanked. Not to say he didn't deserve it, not to say they don't deserve it. It's just really crazy that it's all coming from anonymous accounts, like all at once. You're blowing my mind today, Molly. You're saying the, that you think there's a, what's the word? There's a, there's a burnt, a burnt kernel in the bag of popcorn. <laughs> what do you mean? I, don't, I, I was, obviously it wasn't the analogy I was like in my mind going for, but like you're saying there's a rotten apple in the orchard. I don't know if there's a rotten apple in the orchard behind the scenes at Balenciaga. I know that whoever put the document in there was, seems to have been a rogue agent. I think it could have been someone who knew that they were weird in that way and that it would maybe slide. And I don't know, it seems like there it could be a an orchestrated campaign to bring this brand down. Maybe it's not a moneymaker. Who buys Balenciaga? Uh, it's not got the it's not got the legacy clout of Chanel or Gucci or even Dolce and Gabbana. It's not a rich lady, it's not a default rich lady brand. It's trying to get the youth, the youth dollar. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if this is all coming from someone who's maybe a big investor or someone who got passed over to be part of it, who's saying, hey, look at all this weird shit that they're doing. They don't deserve to be in charge of a legacy brand like this, which I would not say but that person fact- was wrong. I would be like, yeah, but it's I just right there. They're, things are being manipulated. The fact that they're taking those campa- campaigns, putting them together, the fact that this person who made a Twitter account in September is going so deep on this woman who's best friends with Demna, who's not even involved allegedly with the brand anymore and whose photos are truly sickening. That's why I think there's multiple levels happening here. And like anytime there is this sort of pitchforks, that's what we were looking for when we were saying Tiki Torches. Pitchforks! Anytime they're running someone around with pitchforks, when it's like, again, like you said, like... It's disturbing imagery. That's not the same thing as committing a crime. Like, it's very disturbing. And it's the kind of thing that would stand up in a court of law. You couldn't accuse them of anything. Yes, they're being, they're able to sue this guy who helped make the image because they're saying, you put this in here and it's going to ruin our reputation. But I can't sue them for being offended by this creepy imagery, you know? So, I think that's why I kind of think the calls are coming from inside the house a little bit. And we just saw how Kanye got Kanye got run out of town. You know, like it's possible to oust someone who is this big in the fashion industry. Now, here's the other thing that um, would support that supports their idea. This this sort of narrative that this is like a QAnon-esque cabal of child molesters, which I don't think it is. I think it's just, again, a bunch of really dull fashion people trying to be edgy. But mm-hmm. Demna and Lada, this other guy they hung out with a lot who was sort of, they were sort of like an Eastern European triumvirate, like starting about 10 years ago, this this aesthetic, this really washed out, 
sad, creepy aesthetic that looks like, you know, like if you look at that woman's Instagram, it looks like creepy massage parlors and like weird shit. Like it, mm-hmm. it was this very like seedy trafficking esque aesthetic that they were, that they have been popularizing for 10 years. Their mm-hmm. third person who was into that aesthetic was this guy named Gashi Ramchimsky. What was his name? Um, and now I'm really going to blow your mind. I have to find his real name before it's Demna, Lara, and Gosh. Butcher it for us, baby. Yeah, all these names. It's, I feel like you're just like literally ordering Starbucks drinks. Gosha. Okay. So these people were huge. Like back in 2017, um, Business of Fashion wrote this thing, The Cynical Realism of Demna, Gosha, and Lara. So this is what they're portraying it as. Like this, this cynical realism. Oh, these people are it's realistic. Like, yes, it might be dark, but it's real. And that also, you know, that's a a point in the, in the column of they're grooming people into accepting these creepy images. Like that is, and that, and they're being, they're successful with it because Mm -hmm. we've tolerated these creepy images from them and bought into the fact that it's fashion for years. This is the latest round in a long line of creep ass imagery. So, okay. Gasha Rupchinsky, he was their third third leg of their little uh, Eastern European Soviet stool. The stool? Yeah. Um, he got caught so- allegedly soliciting uh, inappropriate photos from minors. No! In 2017, I mean, 2018. I don't even, I don't know why I'm so shocked because it's sort of like the topic du jour, but it is just like. Oh. Right. And once again, he's, he's operating completely separately from them. They're associated with each other because they are friends and they do have similar aesthetics. There is a chance that Demna and Lada had no idea who this was, that he was doing that. Absolutely. I would not bet that they did know, but it just kind of like for it to be coming up in this Twitter thread about Lada and for this to all be falling on Demna's shoulders, it does kind of look like, Hey, maybe, and I really shouldn't be saying this, you know, draw your own conclusions about why anyone would have an interest in, you know, exposing this specific click of mm-hmm. people who are really into creepy imagery. And again, there's a difference between creepy imagery and creepy actions. That's the huge thing. Like, that's how people defended Marilyn Manson for years. Like, yes, he does all this creepy imagery, but he doesn't do anything wrong now that he's been accused of, of like, repeatedly abusing women. It's become, okay, let's trust our instincts about these creepy images from now on. So I can see it either way. Do you know what I mean? It's really funny. I was about to read you, I was about to read you a, a sentence that was confusing to me. And I was like, what is the source, Sarah? And I realize now it's on footwear news so i'm trying to find a second source keep going but i do know what you <laughs> i <mean>. think footwear <laughs> news might actually be like a trade magazine kind of thing well because the thing that i was going to bring up though that i'm still sort of that isn't computing with me is that in the according to footwearnews.com last week balenciaga pulled the controversial campaigns from all platforms and apologized quote We apologize for displaying unsettling documents in our campaign. We take this matter very seriously and are taking legal action against the parties responsible for creating this set and including unapproved items for our spring 23 campaign. We condemn abuse, blah, 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 blah. Then they also said 
The controversy started earlier this month when Balenciaga released its holiday campaign featuring children posting alongside these handbags, blah, 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 stuff, bear, stuff, bears. And then Balenciaga's statement is, we sincerely apologize for any offense our holiday campaign may have caused. Our plush bear bags should not have been featured with children in this campaign. We have removed the campaign from all platforms. It's like almost like Balenciaga as a brand strategy is like tackling both of these stories as if they are the same because they don't actually want to draw as much attention to the Adidas campaign where so it's like the Adidas yeah. campaign is who they're suing. Yeah. But the bear campaign is what they're apologizing for. Right. Because in order to if if they were to apologize for the Adidas one it would be admitting wrongdoing. So it wouldn't hold up in the court of law. So I would imagine that what happened right. when this When this started to brew, they probably said, okay, who did what? Who can we maybe shift some of the blame to? And when they saw that they could maybe uh, sue this other party for the documents, um, they said, okay, now we'll we'll sue for that and then we'll do the, the plushies separately. So Balenciaga also posted a new statement an hour ago, which I keep forgetting to tell you. Oh my God, I'm going to read it. It's very long, but it, it addresses the fact that it's separate. We would like to address the controversies surrounding our recent ad campaigns. We strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. That's really interesting. We strongly condemn child abuse. Wait, write that again? We strongly condemn child abuse. It was never our intent to include it in our narrative. It's just such a, like, heavy... <laughs> what a, like I know. That's just such a crazy sentence. Because I don't... Again, I mean... You think they're being honest. You think they didn't mean to include Exactly. It. I'm telling you, it was... Yeah. Think of Zoolander. Think about, I mean, Zoolander mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. so barely parody, you know, like these fashion people mm-hmm. who take themselves so seriously. It's that's such a great point, actually. Re Zoolander. Yeah. Like, like, like that's what this is what they're making fun. Of. Right. It's literally this kind of thing. And that's why I tweeted like, yeah. oh, I'm so ready for Zoolander three satanic panic because it's all these people right. being like, <laughs> it's a child abuse organization. It's like, no, it's literally just fashion dodos trying to push the envelope. Like, that's truly what it is. What a funny idea, though. What a I funny know. idea. Zoolander, Satanic Panic, add it to the list of the Space Trash Empire. That's so this funny. This is why I think, like, even with the, like, I, I really do think that if it if no one had juxtaposed the plush bags with the documents, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. I truly believe that. I think... There would have been a few mommy bloggers who said it was in poor taste for kids to hold those bags and it wouldn't have gone farther than that. Like it was the documents that set this up to another level because like, I I don't know, like as tacky and gross as I think those photos are, I really think it was the juxtaposition that, that made it bridge too far for people. And made it easy to jump on and say, oh, my God, you're putting a child porn document next to a photo of a kid. And Balenciaga never did that. And that's why I do think it's possible that either this was orchestrated to get someone out who someone doesn't like or it was orchestrated for people to get clout online coming up against a groomer, quote unquote, because that is the new craze online, especially for conservatives is to just anything you do that's like pushing any sort of boundary, you're a groomer. And like, it's, it's a really good way to get a lot of retweets. Look at the libs of TikTok Twitter account, you know, like she's fucking huge. Well, I was even joking. I was even laughing when I was editing our pod from last week when we're like last minute, I'm like, 
John Mayer, groomer, and you were like, just immature. And it was like, yeah, actually, just immature is, yeah, he actually does relate to a 21-year-old. Damn. Right. And maybe he's probably grooming her a little bit, maybe. Sure, maybe mm. groomer. But who? But but that's you. You write your body is a wonderland when somebody is fourteen. You're grooming them ever since any fourteen year old hears that song, myself included. But now I'm <laughs> too old to be a liability for him, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You're saying like yeah, but I know what you writing mean. a writing a really beautiful love song that a teenage girl could hear is grooming. Yeah, I think is grooming. You suggest like Drake and John Mayer been grooming. You should send that to Liz. specifically. You should send that to Libs of TikTok. I think she's gonna really like that. She'll love that that hypothesis because that'll give her a lot of. Okay, so let me get the rest of this. So they're drilling down on the separateness now. The two separate ad campaigns. Now they in- are, though. but they haven't really this past few days. Today, they right? Are. Because today they figure out who they can sue. The two separate ad campaigns in question reflect a series of grievous errors for which Balenciaga takes responsibility. The first campaign, the gift collection campaign, featured children with plush bear bags dressed in what some have labeled BDSM-inspired outfits. Just edgy. It's just fashion. You know, we just put it, we put leather on the bear. You've never seen leather on a bear before. This is first this of is all, the conversation they were having so when they were designing these bags. I'm telling you. Well, it's like also like their their father or grandfather at the very least was like some form of like corrupt regime where it's like all the kids see Zaleza, but we never see it on a bear. <laughs> all the kids know about abuse. It's abuse. Right. I mean, they this this group of fashion people who are known as like the post Soviet fashion crowd, like they've ridden on this sort of shadowy idea of bad childhoods. Like they've, they've sort of made that their brand. So like one of them had a quote, I think it was, it was either Demna or Gasha about like, oh, everyone says that our imagery is so dark. It's as if we were like raised on porn from the time we were kids or something like that. Like they've been going for this. And again, I don't think to me, that does not mean that they condone child abuse of any form, that they thought they were participating in child abuse. To me, it's them trying to be edgy fashion people. I'm sorry. I I know these people. I've worked with these people. I have worked. I have taken direction from people like this where you literally cannot tell them, no, this is inappropriate because like, that's why I love it. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) and it's not because they're doing perverted things. Sometimes they might be, but overall, it's literally the image. It's literally the aesthetic. This is fashion. If you try to drill too deep into a fashion image, you're gonna hit concrete. Dude, it reminds me of like when I did that deep dive on Gabriella Karifa Johnson with Gabriella Carl Johnson, mm-hmm. who had like the same birthday. Blah, 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 blah. But one of the videos that we referenced was this video that Gabriella posted where she was like testing out a Gucci hat for the day. And the whole thing was like, do I, like, where do I rate this hat? And it was a, I mean, giant hat like (laughs) the biggest hat you've ever seen and like in many ways in the video and it was handled with humor but it was like i love being at the museum in this hat i rated a 10 out of 10 even though i can't see the art you know but it was like it's always like yeah like all this like fashion's stupid (laughs) like and meaningful and we know that north was conceived in the blue dress lol and we have lots of fashion is also important and cultural and art but also there's something very stupid about f- fashion and right. I think I do think since doing this podcast, I have realized and watching all the Met Galas and all the things I'm like, oh, yeah, like part of fashion is being like bad 
fashion or like out of stuff. Right. Like these are these are ads that are specifically not going to do well, which I do think. I mean, at the end of the day, everyone's talking about it. We're talking about it. And aside from Kiss of a Spider Woman and Kim Kardashian, I would never know about Balenciaga. I know that's so. the other thing that really cracks me up about this ad. Like we're just giving them credit. right. No one, no one knew who they were a week ago. But okay, the first campaign, the, the yeah. gift collection campaign. Oh, so they they go out of their way to say the the bear bags are dressed in what some have labeled BDSM inspired outfits. So okay, it's BDSM guys. But I mean, you know, they can argue. They're arguing. It's just it's just edgy. It's edgy because it's BDSM on Teddy. Bears. I know, I know. Yes. Our plush bear bags and the gift collection should not have been featured with children. And they also had some like devils riding on brooms in the background. It was scary and dark all over. It wasn't a great campaign. This was not best. Of. This was a wrong choice by Balenciaga, combined with our failure in assessing and validating images. The responsibility for this lies with Balenciaga alone. Now, and this also bolsters my point that again, no one would have cared if that was the only campaign because they they feel confident enough to be like yeah this was ours we did it and uh we shouldn't have oh i see what you're saying you're saying everyone's upset about the bears and they're saying sorry and then low-key the other thing that's coming up is this other campaign where they're going yeah and for that we're yeah that one was bad so the second separate campaign for spring 2023 which was meant to replicate a business office environment included a photo with a page in the background from a Supreme Court ruling, United States versus Williams, 2008, which confirms as illegal and not protected by freedom of speech, the promotion of child pornography. So that's... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another thing is the Supreme Court case is saying you can't make child porn, at least. <laughs> oh, man. But it is like it's so the weird. thing is, though, like they're like it's so weird. And the fact that they're like working, whether they meant to or not, the amount of like bells and whistles that you need to go to get something approved for like Fairfax, Virginia Medical Center is I mean it's it's it takes a know, huge know, amount I, of time and and like 30 people need to say okay this is weird that these are two things that are coming out at the same time where for whatever reason Adji 
or political. They're like bringing these, this iconography and this conversation of what is child porn to our attention. And it's like, yeah, why? why? Well, I also think um, they could have said, just put the bag on top of some documents and they didn't zoom in and they didn't read it. And I think maybe the person on set who chose the documents hates Balenciaga. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, I hate this. I mean, now I that is client. no. I, Wouldn't it be hilarious? That's really. It's the, the fashion equivalent of putting pubes in someone's mashed potatoes. You know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean, right? When you're like, "What do you mean the special sauce?" And you're like, "Ethan, that guy just sneezed or came and yeah." Like, uh, I not that anyone ever does that, and but I I just think you know that I don't know. So okay, let's keep going with what they said. Um. All the items included in this shooting were provided by third parties that confirmed in writing that these props were fake office documents. They turned out to be real. That's what I just said. They they asked for fake office documents and this person, whoever it was, um, they turned out to be real legal papers, most likely coming from the filming of a television drama. Oh, so they're saying there was another set or this agency was working on another thing that had was using those documents in a TV drama, reproducing this like SVU or something, and they just reused it. Oh, my God. Let me just finish reading this part. The inclusion of these the inclusion of these unapproved documents was the result of reckless negligence for which Balenciaga has filed a complaint. We take full accountability for our lack of oversight and control of the documents in the background, and we could have done things differently. While internal and external investigations are ongoing, we're taking the following actions. We are closely revising our organization and collective ways of working. We are reinforcing the structures around our creative processes and validation steps. We want to ensure that new controls mark a pivot and will prevent this from happening again. We are laying the groundwork with organizations who specialize in child protection and aims at ending child abuse and exploitation. I mean, that's what you need because... In my eyes, every child who's stepping onto a TV or film or fashion set is at risk of being exploited, if not by the brand, then by their own friggin' parents. Like, that to me is, like, the real issue here because... No, we've we've said it before on the podcast. Like, cast short, short actors. Right. Or CGI. Short, short adults for the kids. Or CGI, but yeah, short, short we adults. we want to learn from our mistakes and identify ways we can contribute. To what? Balenciaga reiterates its sincere apologies for the offense we have caused and extends its apologies to talents and partners. Now, here is another conspiracy theory that just occurred to me while I was reading that. Now, don't anyone quote me on this. It's literally we're just this first draft. My first imagination. Draft. True story. Gucci's creative director, Alessandro Michelle resigned, had to leave Gucci last week, which was a huge, I mean, it was overshadowed by this. And wait, side note though, Gu- they're owned, yeah, they're by, owned the by same Caring. company. I mean, all of them are owned by either Caring or LVMH, but so like, okay. those are the two big luxury conglomerates. So what if, I mean, this, like I said, I think this basically overshadowed Alessandro Michelle leaving, but this makes me think, okay, why is this why are these campaigns being glued together to make it look, it is bad already to make it look even worse than it is. Why are these anonymous accounts coming out? Maybe someone wants Alessandro Michelle in the driver's seat at Balenciaga or someone just wants Demna out because I think Demna is going to have to step down from this because like all of this stuff that absolutely. First of all, absolutely. Whoever the creative, so Demna is the current creative director 
somebody at the top, a Balenciaga, no matter what happens with the court case, no matter what happens moving forward with the, sorry, but somebody has to take the hill. Yeah. So I think that this is, this could be, again, this is my imagination. This is not news. I think a a motivation for orchestrating a a campaign like this would be to get rid of a creative director who is in an ironclad contract and who has seemed great up until this point. Because also the, the, the lot of Volkova stuff, if you look, did you look through that thread, all those images? They're completely disgusting. Yeah. With all the, yeah, like the babies, it's all just like devil it's shit. all satanic. It's like yeah, devil and, and cannibalistic. Blood. And also, yeah. this also reminds me of the yeah, Army yeah. Hammer stuff, which I still firmly believe was him trying to sound cool. I think so much of this is people trying to sound edgy and cool and then they take it too far and then everyone's like, oh, you ate something. Okay, in terms of cannibalism specifically, that was Army's like fantasy foreplay, but why that is and this actually maybe this even begs the question here of like what's actually going on so yes army hammer did not actually sever anyone's rib and cook it for dinner (laughs) as promised or as teased in the foreplay in the sacks or whatever but he definitely has been and is being sued by more than one person for yeah, rape, yeah, yeah, yeah. like date rape. That's a completely separate issue. And serious and yeah. It's a completely separate issue. And it's like, okay, okay, okay. So he's not a cannibal. So you're not a rock star. That don't right. impress me. So you're not a cannibal. That don't impress me much. But it's like cannibal is a really, really good place for him to go in an attempt to make that ridiculous claim the focus when actually he is from he is he's who's being bred army hammer by the hammermen who are literally murdering and raping and paying off allegedly. the government of both allegedly. parties i saw the doc i mean allegedly but like it's it's there is i think i i watched the documentary we i read casey hammer's book Were they we weren't there murder? no then they but, can sue us Okay, that's why you have to, to say allegedly. I, eat me, eat me, eat me. Okay, for all I care, fucking eat me. I, I Hell on earth. Like- but okay, allegedly yes. But you know what I'm saying? Where it's like, like it still was yeah. abuse. But then the cannibal stuff being the focus made it so easy for Armin to be like, "This is ridiculous." I was literally just sexting when I was right. drunk. Whereas he actually, he actually it's is abuse. crazy because it can go allegedly. into two different things. Like who knows with this, with this Balenciaga stuff? Is it just someone trying to be? Edgy fashion man pushes the envelope as far as it can go. Or is it when someone shows you who they are, believe them? You just don't know. And I think because Demna association with this really creepy aesthetic, this creepy post-Soviet aesthetic that I, again, hate. And he has this association with Gasha Rubchinsky. Um, it, that does make it easier to... Pull all the end with a lot of Alcova, who's got these terrible images that are a million times worse than anything in these campaigns, like which she has posted on her Instagram allegedly, which I also haven't verified because her Instagram went private. But it's easy to put all of these together and say, This guy's the problem. So if someone did hypothetically want him out, I mean, take the teddy bear, take the child porn document put them together, send it to a YouTuber who thinks that they're fighting a crusade against human trafficking. 
and right. it goes viral and now he's out, you know? So like, that's why I think that's why I don't know. That's why I take a little bit of a cynical approach to the hysteria and the pitchforks mm-hmm. around it. Because again, like mm-hmm. Natasha Leggero said it best when she was on new year's rock and Eve a few years ago. And she made a joke about veterans not only being able to chew SpaghettiOs and all these that's so funny. That's yeah, all a these veteran joke. Group, not even veteran groups, just random ass people wrote to her and they were like, how dare you? You need to apologize to our veterans, blah, blah, blah. And she wrote a public <laughs> statement that was like, don't talk to me. I'm a comedian. Talk to the U.S. that's not supporting veterans. Donate money to veterans groups. Actually call a veteran, check on them, see how they're doing. Like, that's what she said. That's why yeah. when people, yeah. you know, these images, again, poor taste, gross, creepy, but like the, the, the amount of vitriol that's going against the people that made these images, which really are just like kind of a suggestion of grossness. We have no idea if the kid, the kids don't know, like you said, that it's BDSM. Like it annoys me to see people freaking out about fashion images when there's children probably being trafficked as we speak, like millions, I mean, hundreds of thousands, maybe, you know? That's why, that's why I, and they're not, and and they're not stupid enough to be like, let's make it a campaign while we're at it. That's why (laughs) I say it feels a bit like a witch hunt to me because again, yes, this, these images shouldn't have happened. Yes. A head is going to roll. Yes. Whoever did it should not do that again. But at the same time, it's, it's not actual abuse. It's just fucked up and weird and uncomfortable. Well, to your point, like, words aren't right like images aren't violence words aren't violence i just think there is something really well okay so i just i have to i have to like just roll back every single note i took before this because everything that you're saying right now is changing or it's just giving me this new perspective to chew on and and so i want to be clear about what you're saying so you're saying that actually what we're seeing isn't necessarily the fact that Balenciaga as a company is trying to normalize kids and sex in the same conversation. I don't think that it's actually, I I would think that absolutely not. You're saying the fact that now these two campaigns exist and one could put together a case for this is a larger problem than it it maybe is in this case and then sending it to youtubers and turning it into this thing where people really feel empowered to put out their takes on what they think they're getting which is like some inside scoop when really there's actually like and within like an in-house takedown going I don't on know if it would be and in- someone is trying to get someone, yeah, someone out of not it. in-house but like it, it it feels orchestrated by someone is what I would say. Like, yeah. I mean, it really, you changed my perspective completely. The fact that it's two different campaigns, like all my notes are irrelevant now that it's two different campaigns. Although I still think it's weird, like Toy Stories as a concept for the bear bags. Bear, any any teddy bear that has two black eyes shouldn't be in the hands of a child. Like it is, it's just in And it's gross and it's one of the laziest aesthetics I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I, I hate that yeah. whole like raver Lolita aesthetic that they're going for. It's disgusting. And it is for people who want to be with someone who looks younger than they are. And that's creepy. Like that's what that aesthetic is designed for. And they do dabble in that. I mean, like this, this post-Soviet style definitely flirts with that line, 
you know, like that's why those bags exist because it's being like, oh, I look like a little kid, but I'm an adult, you know, and it is creepy. Well, and that is such a, well, and it's such a fetish and like, right. I can, I'm, I'm, cause like, even when I first saw the campaign, I'm like, who would like, we're talking about Kathy Hilton in the airport with slides, with slippers on and a tote. God forbid anybody showed up anywhere with a, you know, a teddy bear with assless chaps and two black eyes or whatever. It's like, who's wearing it? But you're right. It's like, right. Wearing that to like a rave as an adult, trying to sort of say like, this is like, I'm kinky. Like I'm little girl BDSM as a kink, as an adult is different than kids being involved. And yeah, it's a stupid idea to have kids involved anyway, only because it's like, duh, this is like, it's just to me, it's just so like, I get, but you're right though. It's like, if they're not, from the same culture that we are not I'm not talking about fashion I'm talking about like the UK the United States like sort of uh this sort of English speaking sense of what is normal or what is appropriate whereas right we don't fucking know what post-Soviet ideology I mean that is a yeah those people are everyone's a person people are people but they've had a completely different yeah. experience of childhood and of adulthood and of expressing their own personal – I mean, at the end of the day, if you really want to make a case for fashion, it's an art. And this is – and what is art if not to, like, express some uh, emotional truth that the creative director or that – you know what I mean? Like, there is a vision – somebody was behind both of these shoots, whether it's the same person or not. I don't, it it doesn't really matter. It is, right, I think what you're saying is actually just really pivotal, which is that, like, these two campaigns were not connected, didn't come out at the same time, and now there's a ton of attention being called to both of them as if they're one, and that you're saying that there's this, you think there's, like, a larger coup happening where it's, like. literally making it up in my head. Imagining, imagine, not even a legend, imagining, because right, otherwise, is Balenciaga just on a self-sabotage trip? That would be the only, because if Balenciaga actually did, as a company, make these choices, both choices, there is something a little bit weird about normalizing all this kid's sex talk, especially in the cultural climate. And in fashion, it has nothing to do with that. It's so creepy and weird. But again, they didn't put that document in there. Like that document wasn't in there. And I think the 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 teddy bear thing was just their broader ethos of trying to be as edgy as they can and they misfired. And they thought right. that they were that someone was gonna be proud of them and be like, Oh yeah, so it was such a good idea to put the teddy bear in this child's house. <laughs> right. And like they, that was a and they admitted it was a misfire. They're like, Yeah, we did that and it was stupid and we shouldn't have done it. Whereas, you know, the the, the Whereas they didn't, you're saying they didn't apologize for the other one. They said this they wasn't said the us. document wasn't us, but we should have noticed it, and we didn't notice it. So they should have noticed. I mean, that's really bad, though. Either way, like it, it yeah. I just, I, I again, I worked in commercials for so long. There were there were times where people would literally, like agent or like 
the the corporate people would respond to us about like that tomato actually looks a little bit frail and it was like okay we got to reshoot we need a hundred thousand dollars to reshoot the tomato in the sun that's actually like a plush a plush tomato right. a big puffy tomato also in the fashion industry there's always this emperor has no clothes sort of thing going on where even yeah. if you like okay here's what i could also envision again this is all for my imagination happening is um, mm-hmm. you know, the child porn documents sneaking through whoever was supposed to approve zoomed in a little and saw it and was like, huh, that's kind of weird, but you know, whatever, <laughs> I guess right. someone picked it and thought that because if they went to the boss and said, Hey, this looks, cause also the document, you would have to really read it with a fine tooth comb to even know what it's about. It's not written in plain terms. It's written in legalese, you know, which also makes me like, Really, this random YouTuber was just zooming in on their own of their own accord and reading through it and saying, what court case is this? No way in hell. I'm sorry. There's just no way in hell. But like, I can imagine a scenario where the person who's tasked with approving the ads looks at it and is like, huh, that's kind of weird. But if I say anything, I'm going to look like the loser who's not in on the fashion of it. So I'm just (laughs) going to push it through. You know what I mean? Like. I think the brand has a broader ethos of edginess. They misfired with the kid thing. And then someone put the child porn thing in there, whether it was on purpose or not, who knows it snuck through. And then whoever noticed and put it together with the teddy bear thing as the ultimate smoking gun. I think whoever that is, is up to something. Or they could just be a psycho QAnon person who's going through everything with a fine tooth comb searching. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even if you're going through, yeah, but even if you're a psycho QAnon person going through everything with a fine tooth comb, first of all, there would never have been a call to do that unless there were bondage bear bags. That's a good point, yeah. And then if you go through things with a fine tooth, if you went through my internet search history i would certainly find things embarrassing to be revealed but there's nothing that you could find on my internet search feed or or whatever in my journals that are child and sexuality related like at all like it doesn't exist you could you could find tooth comey and you might think sarah are you okay or sarah like they don't like you or you know what I mean? Like you could say a lot of things about my my all yeah. eyes on me, fine tooth comb, internet history. There's nothing in even remotely close to the conversation about children. Yeah, I know. And it's hard to say whether again, like I said, is this someone try, like I said, trying to be edgy, trying to push the boundary, or is it someone literally showing us their search history? We have no idea. And we're not going to know, right? We're not going to know unless that's unless exactly more the thing. Infor- unless more information comes out about someone. And I don't even think that there's going to be a chance for that to happen because I think Demna's head is going to roll, and I think that Demna's going to be radioactive after this. And the only flaw with my imagined theory that this is all to get him ousted and to get someone new in, which is a conspiracy theory. Let me be clear: I'm minting my own conspiracy theory right now. There's no truth in it whatsoever. It just ah! feels like feels like maybe it it could be possible. The only reason why that couldn't be the case is because Balenciaga is also going to be radioactive for a while after this. I mean, this goes beyond the normal fashion 
scandal. Like Dolce and Gabbana's had like 10 racism scandals in the last five years. No one gives a shit. It never sticks to them. It's it sticks for people who are in the know and who care, but for the wider D and G buying public, like they're still profitable. They still got to be on, they still got to sponsor Kourtney Kardashian's wedding, you know? But this is like the current climate with people looking out for groomers, looking out for these constant like trafficking rings that are never what they, they, they've never, no one has ever caught one. You know what I mean? Like no one's ever been able to well, it's like there's it. Well, there are child trafficking rings and they are exposed. They just aren't actually connected to the government other than like. And they're also see. not connected to like big brands and Hollywood people. It's, they're right. It's That's what I'm saying. Creepy. Right. There are mafia, there are mafia creeps like doing underground selling and buying of children on the black market and it is a huge problem. And there probably are people in the government and in these big corporate brands that are doing some level of protecting because who knows who's paid who or who or who's, you know, fucked up. But in general, like whatever fucked up things Hillary has done, I would be shocked if we actually found out that she was drinking oh, yeah, children's there's no, blood in order to stay. She doesn't look young enough to be drinking children's blood to stay young. Yeah, there's no point even. Yeah, that's just it's completely made up. And like she doesn't have the energy of someone that's stealing child. Yeah, the blood idea energy. that this is like some sort of advertisement or signal to people that that's what's going on behind closed doors in the fashion industry is also insane. I mean, fashion people are too vain to even bother trafficking anyone besides models. <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> right. If you want to get into child trafficking, literally look at the runway. Right. Work. Exactly. Exactly. How much are you paying every model and how yeah. old are they? Yeah. That's so interesting. That's so right. I mean, I guess like, in also, general. I'm basing all of my reaction in this way to just this the things that I saw that were coming from anonymous people who were really exaggerating, like playing up Epstein connections, playing up like, oh, teddy bears are a symbol of this and this. Like, that's what I'm no. basing on because that's what I'm seeing a lot of. And it's just, it feels that's completely like, I don't know, counterproductive and like it's not going to help anything or anyone. Should we paywall this entire episode? <laughs> Yeah, I think this should just be yeah, the Patreon. Yeah, let's do it. This is the I Patreon. just feel like everything I'm because saying can be taken out of context and have people be like, you're playing down this fucked up photo shoot. And I'm like, not. I'm not trying to play it down. I just think the hysteria with which we re- react to, to this compared to the actual run-of-the-mill mundane crimes that go on all around us all day, every day, is, it's just annoying to me. It's very annoying. I know what you mean. I mean, I guess to me, the thing is that, okay, so again, until I woke up this morning, I did not even know there was this other Adidas ex Balantaga campaign where there was like legal documents and then like, I got to find his name, but there was one where it was like zoomed in and the frame on the back, it's not a woman, it's a man, but there's like a, there's like a, a person standing and like the only thing about the shot that's interesting is that there's a frame and if you zoom and apparently whatever i didn't know that exists until this morning but as far as i knew all of the balenciaga controversy that has been going on for the past five days has been related to these bears and i guess my thing is that regardless of fashion and edge it is hard for me to again from a decade of being on sets like campaigns I worked in. So I worked in commercial production. 
it's hard for me to believe that the set designer was like, here I go. I'm just going to put this leather thong and this whip and this whatever. And then we're going to have the kids stand with the black eyed bear. It still is. Oh yeah. That was the directive. It's hard for me to imagine being on that set and being like, Oh, that was going to be great. That was like, I can't imagine being okay with that just because it's, it's just, and it, it, and what it does do, whether the conspiracy theorists are right about the details or not, is that it does normalize in the same way that the Kardashians are doing mm-hmm. with their children, which is like it's sort of normalizing this this conversation, or it's not even conversation, but normalizing kids being privy to adult things, whatever that means. There is something that is so heartbreaking about all of the Kardashian kids, not because like they're so fucked or they're they're better for it, but because like they're just not getting to be kids and. I think it's a interesting coincidence that this is the yay Kim, I guess Kim yay as we've been come to call them. But this is it's just so interesting that we're talking about a Kim Kanye collab brand and we're talking about a brand that actually, right, as not a fashion person, I thought this was just a musical theater reference and a fictional brand until Kim K, right, it's not Louis Vuitton, it's not Gucci, it's not Prada, it's not like it's not like the top le- top tier, but like if there was if this was Louis Vuitton, if we were seeing Louis Vuitton kids bondage ads, I do think that the outcry would be yeah, the definitely. same because it's just weird. It's yeah, just definitely. fucking weird. And I think part of the reason why these made it across the finish line is because the people who work at Balenciaga are primed for disturbing images. Like they know that that's part of the brand right. feel. Whereas right. if it was Louis or Chanel. Or, or anything like that, right. it would have raised more eyebrows. And that's not making excuses for it. Right. Balenciaga's not Right. Balenciaga romantic. is creepy, weird, Eastern block. Like, yes. it looks like yes. Chernobyl. It looks like half the ads were shot on at Chernobyl. You know what I mean? Like, No, it's literally like we need to forgive Anna Dalvi for being such a fucking psycho. It's like she was raised with this fucking fosh. That is the culture. You know, like, there is this... Although I do think it was interesting on... I went on to the Balenciaga website and it was like, it's like support Russia or, or no, no, I'm all, all. it was like support Ukraine. And then it was like new holiday. And this was a few days ago, support Ukraine, new holiday ad campaign. So it was like support Ukraine and on new bondage bags. And it's like, this whole thing is like very without a home. Like this brand is sort of reaching. Yeah. I mean, even with what they've done with like, Kim K and how Kim K has sort of like adopted the brand as like Her uniform. You know, it's this like this bodysuit is connected to the heels I'm wearing is connected to who I am. And it's like there's so there's it's so seamless. It's all just one piece of latex or whatever. But it's like even that is such a sort of like I mean, it just depends what the goal is cuz like we're all talking about it now, but it's such a like how do I how do I put into words what I mean? It's like it's not that interesting, actually. Oh, it's not. It's just not that interesting. It's like it's like like okay. So you're doing this thing where like like was the Kim K outfit where she had no face? Was yeah. that Balenciaga? It's like okay, so that's like a statement. That's like whatever. But it's like and it's like the silhouette and i mean we i didn't hate it actually I but it is it interesting cool. where it's like yeah balenciaga is just 
yeah, I actually liked it. I thought, oh, this is, and we can all project our shit onto her and we can whatever. But I just, I think it's, yeah, it's just there's something really odd about the whole, like, coming together of all of these conversations in this one, actually two weird campaigns. Now we have Trump's running for president, Kanye's running for president. We just did a whole episode, regardless of any presidential announcements, about Ivanka and Kim and their meeting. And it's just like there is, whether it's a part of some, like, you know, large-scale government conspiracy or, like, wealth cabal, blood-drinking, kid-snacking group or whatever, it's just like... I don't know. I guess to me, I think about the Kardashians and I'm just like, have they gotten too big for their britches? Like, is this where it's like, okay, you guys, come, just get it. Because when you start, just keep pushing and pushing and pushing. And then you're involved with both politics and a brand that is now giving two campaigns that one might associate with child pornography in the same month. It's a little bit like, guys, just... It Relax. does all feel like, incredibly satanic and dark. And like the show, the show does. is so dark now. Like it's just them being monotone in rooms and not speaking to each other. Like, I don't know. I, I think. Um, None of the babies have. Yeah, babies. exactly. Like, I, I think with this campaign and everything, I think what's good about it is Kim's going to finally stop wearing the poots. <laughs> The pant poos. Silver lining. Absolutely. The poos need to uh, go. We want a little bit of a separation between pant yeah. and shoe. So if you invested in the Balenciaga poots, I'm so sorry because you're stuck with them now and they're going to be out. Kim's going to get a, finally a new aesthetic. And I think that's worth celebrating. So you think this is actually the the Kim transition moment? Uh, it's going to have to be. Well, Kim and Kanye, her statement was her statement was as bad as I don't hate all Jews. What do you what? Like like when Kanye was like, I'm going to go death con three on the Jews, which also means nothing. But she was like, for the record, her, her bullshit fucking statement on like, for the record, I I condemn any hatred of the Jews or any group period and she didn't mention Kanye and she didn't mention you know what I mean it's like this is her statement with Balenciaga was kind of more of the same which was like I need it was not related to the other campaign it was related to the bear bag campaign I I believe and it was like I need to look into how this happened and it's like I don't know I feel like if anything if I were Kim I would almost want to say I would want to be like hey for I would want to you should be the Balenciaga boots Poot swearing sponsor being like, hey, for the record, it was two different stories. It was two different campaigns. It's like for Kim to be like, I am now rethinking my position with this brand and doesn't really say about what or why or what it is that she's personally offended by. It's just like kids should never be used in this way. It's like, what do you mean? According to the legal docs under the hourglass bag or in terms of the kid that was on set while there was like a you know line of cocaine on the table in the ad? Like what, right. what also, are we talking like, about? What about allowing your children who are 10 and six years old to have a TikTok account where millions of people are watching them put up like weird video their videos aren't bad or anything but it's like weird shit they're going to be embarrassed about one day like it's just kids they're just kids it's not even weird or not weird it's like it 
I want to be able to post on Instagram that fabulous video we have of Luke dancing from Thanksgiving 1993. I don't want it to just exist. Yeah, which I get, but... And that is what's so crazy about the Kardashian kids, though, and the commodification of them, because it's like, they have no choice. Yeah, they have no choice. And it's exploitation. These kids are... It's exploitation. Like, these kids... North is arguably being exposed to as much, if not more, as these random kid models who probably are really helping their families with the paycheck. Why would anybody get their kid into that unless they needed the money? Right. And even then, it's like, get your own job. uh, Like... But I get it. Like, I get the... Like, I'm telling you, everybody... We can talk about it later. Everyone's got to watch the Selena Gomez doc on... Uh, Apple TV. It's I wept. It was actually beautiful, and I, we have a lot to talk about regarding that as well. But it's like, yeah, like if a kid is becoming the breadwinner because they're doing adult things, it isn't uh, whether it's a, a, B, a BDSM bear bag campaign or Northwest and Chicago Chicago West dressing as Shaw Day. She looked great, but she looked. She she looked like a forty five year old, but she's five. Right. I it's it, it's I all weird. Completely. That's what part of what I'm trying to say. Like, yes, the images are really gross, but like any time a kid is being used to sell things that cost way too, especially things that cost way too much money and are ugly as fuck, it's it's gross. Uh-huh. You know, like and the kid like. Well, not to mention we've got true we've got true Thompson in like prescription drug commercials with Chloe. Yeah, that's so dark and crazy. So it's so funny that there's this panic online about drag queens being groomers, and it's like again the calls are coming from inside the house. It's these parents who are literally signing these kids up to sell drugs and BDSM bears. Also, like the in terms of the the kid BDSM bear ads, like okay, first and foremost, when I texted you immediately, I said these are weird. I don't yeah, like terrible, but they're terrible for so many reasons. But the other piece of it is sort of like if those parents allowed that to happen, it's actually their choice. Well, it's not that it's not the kid's choice. Yeah, it's like. Those kids weren't just taken. I mean, as far as I understand, allegedly, those kids were not plucked out of some orphanage or some foster care system and used against. No, somebody brought them to an audition and they were chosen for this. And then they got to the set and they saw what they were going to be doing and they allowed their child to. And again, though, in the fashion industry, it can be really hard to stand up to the people in charge because they literally act like they're saving the world. Like it's. It's hard to be, even if you did show up to that shoot and be like, uh, this feels weird. Then someone probably would have been like, no, no, don't worry. It's part of the vision. Like they would be like, you know what I mean? But I think we've beat this dead horse into the ground and I need to go to sleep. If you find out anything from the, like the troves of like behind the scenes media desk or whatever. It's a yeah, conspiracy. I, I'm telling I, you. I actually think you're right. I, I think there is a conspiracy, but it's not that... Balenciaga is trying to normalize child pornography. It's that I think you're so right. I I didn't even. Wow, this is a great episode. These people are weirdos and they're into weird imagery that I hate and that everyone else definitely hates too because it's creepy and unsettling. And 
Yeah, but it's also the biggest fucking most competitive industry of weirdos mm-hmm. in the world. And I think you're so right that there is a, there's actually something else going. You're right. The fact that these are uh, no them being two different campaigns is we all everybody right patron patrons patrons th- get a convo going. Let's talk about it. That changes everything for me. Maybe we shouldn't paywall it. I mean, it's still weird. Please don't like take screen grabs of it and edit it together and make it sound like we're excusing the photos because I'm not. And Sarah obviously isn't. But I can see people thinking because I was like, there's something ulterior going on. Someone thinking that that means I condone the photos. I don't. I think they're gross and creepy. It's just the hysteria is crazy and misguided. I truly think the hysteria, not the not the firing, not the lawsuits, not the reaction. The hysteria is misguided. And no, you're so no, that's such a nuanced a point, though. Like, you're so smart. Thanks. You're saying that it's not about the ads or child pornography. It's about the fact that they're being enmeshed and honestly put out. This is actually like a succession, like a, a, a prank. It's, it's succession. a succession plot line. You just blew my mind. That is so not what I was expecting to talk you about. You think we should right. unpay wallet? Let's do what to expect in December Astrology Wise Patreon. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not scared yes. if people take stuff out of context because I feel good about the context. I know that I didn't say anything wrong or bad. Well, because what you're actually saying is it's not about the ads. It's about what's going on that we're hearing about both of them. And, and that's that why we need to put it up. Like, and I'll take my job out of all my, my social bios just for the week while this is up. So that they don't write to <laughs> Known pedophile, Molly Mulshine. Any press is good press. Thank you everyone for listening. Remember, Zoolander is more of a documentary than anything else. <laughs> and it's not a leap for fashion people to always accidentally be about four bad ideas away from doing exactly this. A certain type of fashion person. In Zoolander, they lit themselves on fire at right. the gas. Right, the homeless chic thing. Like, this is all part and parcel right. of what fashion people do. And they just, they went a little too far in the wrong direction. Or maybe it's indicative of actual fucked up actions. We'll see. Let the chips fall where they may. We don't condone the photos. Thank you for listening to Space Trash. Subscribe on patreon.com slash Space Trash Podcast. I'm Molly Molshine. I don't have a job. I'm Sarah Armour, and I also don't have a job. So you can't cancel us. Space Trash. Trash in space. Space Trash. Lifestyles of the rich and Uranus. Space trash. Celebrities, they're trash. But the astrology can help us understand. Transmission incoming. <laughs> Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.